When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Click, 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 click. Hello! Everyone in the podcast universe, this is gayish. That won't make sense until um, the podcast that's basically verbal exhibitionism. <laughs> Look at my dick. Listen, wow. listen to my dick. I, I don't. <laughs> Wait, let's all listen to Mike's dick. Roar. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the Katy Perry song Roar is about. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today... Best episode ever already, So Kyle. far, uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about roller coasters. We're going to talk about roller coasters. As requested. By Gap Bridger, yeah. John Crawley. Yeah. Uh, but first... But first... Here's the news. Today I'm getting fucking into it. <laughs> we got shit to do. We got places to be. We got rides to ride. Yeah. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Okay, news the first. This uh, Angela Bassett did the thing <laughs> rap is like very funny to me. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. So um, maybe we should find a clip of it so that it actually makes sense because I have not heard the rap yet. Oh. But uh, apparently Ariana DeBose, and I don't know who that is, except that she's queer. Um, and an Oscar award winner, apparently. Yeah. Yep. And um, she did a rap at the BAFTA Awards, and in that includes the line, Angela Bassett did the thing. Mm -hmm. And then Lizzo brought it up at her concert just a couple of nights later. And then Angela Bassett, who won a NAACP Image Award, then said, I guess I did the thing. (laughs) So Angela Bassett did the thing is now like, gay Twitter is like up in arms about how amazing it is and campy and and like but apparently the rap itself is like kind of hard to watch because it's cringy that that entire thing like this trend was a a roller coaster in and of itself it was like ooh, it was weird some people were like having fun with it in in the audience some more then it like came back around and everyone was like you know what this is so bad it's cool now or like it was yeah yeah well and and so like the the bad the bad part included um uh, Ariana DeBose deactivating her Twitter, yeah, because like, uh, people hated it that much. I guess. God, this that is my worst fear. Like, yeah. I take a big risk, and everyone's like, "Oh, you did very bad," and we all hate it. And then I, I would also be like, "Okay, I'm not on any social anymore." Bye. It's interesting, you because you would think like, I don't know, haters are gonna hate no matter what, right? Yeah, like, that's what Taylor Swift has been saying all along. <laughs> God, fuck her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah so yeah it was yeah last Sunday did she did the thing on Monday deactivated her Twitter and then on on Saturday then on the radio she did a radio interview and said gay Twitter seemed to like it and, <laughs> yeah and anyway it, it's it's a happy ending let's hear that rap and then we I, yeah here we go <laughs> wait we waited to play it just then no you can play it whenever okay. you want to I don't care. <laughs> News the second. Uh, oh, I'm doing a shit sandwich today. So are, uh, are you ready? Oh. Are you ready for the shit part? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about this, uh, this, this, this law that they're considering in Florida. So 
basically, in a nutshell, this this bill, which is House Bill 991, uh, introduced by uh, Florida Representative Alex Andrade, a Republican, fucking shocker. Yeah. And they are changing the state's defamation laws in such a way that basically accusing someone else of homophobia or transphobia is defamation. Oh, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you do something homophobic, like, uh, I don't know, kick me out of your cake shop because you don't want to make no gay wedding cakes. Mm -hmm. And then I say, that's homophobic. You can now sue me for $35,000 or more under this new law because calling you homophobic is illegal. Now, every First Amendment lawyer in the country that has weighed in on this so far has said there's absolutely fucking no way that this is constitutional, but they're trying it anyway. They love the First Amendment unless it's something that they don't unless they don't like it (laughs) then what you know like it's just nothing they don't they have no policies or values or anything they're just devoid of any kind of caring or value or absolutely i don't know i'm just so over every of every republican and and this this bill goes slightly further even um and makes it more problematic perhaps constitutionally by saying that the truth of the statement does not matter if you did actual homophobic shit and I call you homophobic, I'm in the wrong mm. under the terms of this bill if it moves forward. Oh my God, they care about truth now? <clears throat> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and it, it, it's the same thing like like white people, like they hate race, hate being called racist more than they hate racism. Yes. They, they, they hate being called homophobic more than they hate homophobia. Republicans and white people like want to be oppressed so badly. They want, the, <laughs> yeah. the, they think being oppressed is like, cool or hip now and they believe that they're they don't understand act what it actually feels like so they think that being called a name once is what oppression is yeah yeah so they're yeah. like no 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 i'm the oppressed one because you called me a name like right. it's yep. just not you don't you don't get you don't know what this feels like or is yep yep and it's uh uh like the only way they want to be Christ-like is to be a martyr. <laughs> yeah, without actually doing like good shit or caring about people. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really really fucked up. Um, Do you Matt, think some of our Republican listeners still listen? Do you think they've made it here? I don't know. We had quite a Hi. few. We had quite a few that made um, when we did our survey that it left notes saying that like they don't like this part of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, make your party stop being shitty to us. Like, yeah. I think that's. I think you got to fix it, yep. not us. Yep. To yep, you re- religious folks out there that hate the things we say about religion, make your religion not suck. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Republicans that listen to us, why? But also, <laughs> yeah. make your party yeah. not suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Schaefer, the media law chair for the New York City Bar Association, tweeted, "Quote: I've been practicing First Amendment law for about ten years. I've never seen anything like this proposed for Florida law, and this section in particular." This is precisely the concern of rolling back limits on libel. States will use libel to bend the public dialogue to their own will and that's 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 what's going on that's that's the the undercurrent of all of this is is being able to control what people say and i think this this goes back to this thing that's come up on the show a few times here recently of like they know that they have lost the hearts and minds of the country and they're gonna go out kicking and screaming and kicking and screaming they are they uh, this is what i will say for republicans they use every available avenue and so it, go the legal route fine go you know whatever whatever option they have they are they will exploit it to as far as they can yep so uh, 
Yep. And and DeSantis needs points because he's running for president. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the yeah. more like ridiculous, like right wing pandering drama of bullshit, anger, fear mongering he can do. Yeah. This is this is a good avenue for that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that state. Fuck everything, Kyle. Fuck I'm in everything. Mood. I let's make the episode a roller coaster in and of itself. And this is this is this is the scary part or the part I don't know. Right before we drop or yeah we're gonna scream and have fun now okay news the third wow <laughs> uh gucci okay gucci sure has uh, released a new campaign promoting their fragrance called guilty and uh the new th- the <laughs> spokesperson donald trump spokesperson Elliot Page. Shut the fuck up. Elliot Page is the new face of Gucci. Uh, His fans are, of course, really excited about it. He will appear across their upcoming campaign to be released in March. So coming up here in a couple of weeks. But the brand did release a teaser on their Instagram. And uh, uh, he will star alongside uh, a a dollar sign AP Rocky and Julia Garner. (laughs) Yes. I don't know who ASAP Rocky is. No, no, no. It's pronounced A dollar sign AP. You were right the first time. Key dollar sign ha. Cat <laughs> dollar sign ha. There's no dollar sign in it anymore. Oh. She's an adult now. Has she considered putting it back? Uh, maybe. Uh, we're all waiting for the Kesha renaissance when the dollar <laughs> sign comes back. Oh, God. Anyway, he's absolutely adorable. He appears in a uh, Hawaiian shirt making eyes at the camera, and I'm 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 here for it. And uh, I he also released... Um, he also announced last year that he's going to um, be releasing a memoir. Oh, that's coming up uh, this June, just in time for Pride, and uh, it's called Page Boy. And uh, he said, "Quote: Writing a book has come up a few times over the years, but it never felt right, and quite frankly, it didn't feel possible. I could barely sit still, let alone focus long enough to complete such a task. But like a lot of trans folks uh, encounter, like coming out the other side of transition and living more authentically. He said, uh, quote, I can finally be with myself in this body and share that story with the world. Hmm. So, yeah. And, of course, uh, Umbrella Academy um, is is still going, I guess. Is it? He just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the, cool. The last season was good. Oh. I enjoyed it. I yeah. Anyway, just like Elliot Page is, is a, a rock star and, and crushing it and now is like... His face is going to be the face of Gucci, which I think is just so fucking cool. Yeah. That, that level of visibility for trans people, especially trans masculine people. I mm. feel like, like like trans feminine people have had more visibility lately mm. in like media, like a lot more actresses and mm. appearances like that. There, I, I feel like there are less trans mask folks in, mm. in like mainstream media. And he's a, a major exception to yeah. that, which is pretty great. Yeah. That's the news. That's the news. Um, well, we are all caught up on our Patreon um, naming. So um, thank you to uh, uh, John Crowley for requesting this episode. We'll just keep thanking you a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, um, if you want to have us do an episode, if we haven't done an episode topic, then uh, pay us. Yeah. And <laughs> give us money and we'll do your topic. Yes. So if you and if you want bonus episodes, bonus content, support us, um, help us do things like maybe do a tour, help us um, do more shit, then go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. It's fun. Yeah. And hey. Hey. If we owe you stuff, tell us. Oh, yeah. If you're a Gap Bridger and we haven't had our little chat about what you want your episode to be, like, call me. Yeah, call yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, check your Patreon messages because we keep we always hear people say like, "Oh, I didn't know there was a message function on Patreon." Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Open that app. Open that app. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist, and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook, and so I did. And this weekend on Saturday, I made recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese, that's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh my God, biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. <laughs> it is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet <laughs> packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. <laughs> Do you want to talk about roller coasters? Let's talk about roller coasters. And I, I, I was going to talk about the history of roller coasters. No, we were Wait. And you said you're going to start with something. <laughs> what? So, guys, I just want you to know, if I shut down my Instagram, do not call the cops. Huh? Don't ever be a roller coaster. <laughs> I got this dress as well. Never be a roller coaster! <laughs> what? What what did I do? What did I just watch? Okay. You watched an avant-garde film created and produced by Britney Spears. That was an Instagram video that Britney Spears posted at like four days ago. And I was watching it because I watch everything mm -hmm. because I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm fascinated you. and upset because I'm me, <laughs> as we all know. And then she screamed, don't be a roller coaster. She runs across the screen. And I was like... How does she know we're doing this episode right, this yeah, week? Yeah, 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 I yeah. swear we've like we've been doing episodes, and then all of a sudden something will come up in the news about that topic, and it, like it's just it's just life wants us to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or we we hired somebody that makes us have our shit together. Um, John Crowley hired us to well, do this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, uh, okay. Okay. I have many questions. Can sure. I ask? Can I ask? Yeah, them now? sure. What the fuck? Yes. Is, correct. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, One. Okay. Okay. Number two. Uh, uh, do you realize that you had to turn the phone around and show me who was speaking for me to know it was Britney Spears Absolutely. because of whatever fucked up cockamamie accent that was. Yes, I do know that. Has she had a recent head injury? Because there is a thing where like people will sometimes get hit in the head with a heavy object and then wake up with an accent or the ability to speak a language that they didn't know. <laughs> as, we know as we know from the scream and shout song yeah. she sometimes goes british okay so there is history here yeah, okay this is this is not a new thing uh uh madonna kind of did that too she, a little bit and she, maybe that's like some kind yes. of communicable disease I that th happens oh. among pop stars i was thinking Britishness. i was thinking it was an homage i think i think britney is uh you know just kind of channeling her madonna and Everyone social socially distance from your pop stars because you <laughs> might end up British. <laughs> um, uh, she also mentioned um, she shut down her Instagram and people called, called the, the cops, cops on yeah. her. Um, she uh, apparently the media not too long ago reported that she was dead. And so she made her post that was like, I'm not dead. Yeah. Anyway, that entire video was a roller coaster ride. If you really think about it. Absolutely. And OK. And then number three. OK. It's. I assume she has lots of clothes. Nothing seemed particularly amazing about that dress, but like she seems very excited. She's very excited. I, okay. You're allowed to be excited about your new dress. I mean, I like it when people send me shit. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Post office box 1985. <laughs> 1982, Kyle. Seattle, Washington. 98109. Yeah. Send us a dress. Yeah. Uh, postage required. Okay. I thought I liked roller coasters until you subjected me to this video that we just watched. <laughs> this ruined uh, roller coasters for you. How do you feel about roller coasters? Oh, um, I like them. Yeah. They're fun. I have not been on. I cannot think of the last time I was on a roller coaster or at an amusement park. So it's not something I like go and do. But I love roller coasters. They're they're blast. I have. I agree. I, I, I really enjoy amusement rides in general. And um, especially when I was younger, like I, I loved going to the fair and like almost dying in those super dangerous <laughs> carny rides. Mm -hmm. And um, can we say carny? I don't know. I, no, don't, that does feel like vaguely like <laughs> offensive, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, amusement park operators. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah. Uh, I, like I used to love the zipper, which is not a roller coaster, the, I but I, that uh, that's the one where like you're in a car and it spins around, but it also moves around a big thing that moves around yeah, like the tea kettles, not except the kettle. in the tea air, cups. not on the ground, oh. up in the air. So you do lots of like, I don't know. It feels like you're going to maybe vomit. Yeah. 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 I have not vomited. Do you get motion sick? No. You, they don't make you feel ill or, mm -hmm. or anything. No. Do you? No, I, I I do I do pretty great. I, I'm really fortunate that way. I can like read a book in a car, and I know a lot of people. Me too. Like, I didn't like know that was a thing. People didn't. Yeah. 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 I did not know this topic was gay oh, until John told us that. Until John told us that, and since then, I've brought it up a couple times to different people, and like, it's the weirdest thing. I I think this is like one of the weirdest topics we've done because like one in five of your gay friends will be like either. I've not like met any. I've not said it this to someone and then like, oh yeah, I'm a big coaster head or whatever. But but like people I bring this up to are like, oh, I know a roller coaster gay or like yeah. e like 
every few people is like, oh, absolutely, it's a gay thing. Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea about that. Yeah, me neither. And um, we we have just at dinner last night. We saw a couple of coaster gays on on social media who mm-hmm. are hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some hot coaster guys. I would, I could, I could get into ro- roller coasters for a hot guy. Yeah. You know, like. I'd be fine taking it. Get railed on the rails. <laughs> Ride them rails. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to talk to you about the history of roller coasters. Basically, it's Russia's fault. Oh, okay. Just, just like, just like everything else. But just like World War Three. Yeah. Um. No. So, so apparently, the origins of roller coasters are usually traced back to 18th century Russia and these ice slides that they made. Of course, you know. <laughs> That's the most Russian sounding thing I've ever heard. Yep. Like a human luge. Yeah. I guess that's just a luge. They would take hills of snow and they would add wooden support beams to them so that they didn't kill anybody. Mostly. And and then they would sled or wheel carts down these snow banks. So it was like advanced snow sledding Russian style. Then uh, it, it, of course, moved on from that to have mostly railroad tracks and and they would build the whole thing out of wood and not require the ice part. Those were all called Russian mountains, these hills of ice that that, uh, that they threw people off <laughs> in a controlled way, um, which is important only because at other languages, the word for roller coaster is Russian mountain. Huh. Yeah, like, like Spanish, uh, La Montaña Rusa. And anyway, but then the Russian term for roller coaster is American Mountain, American Gorky. So, huh. why did they call it after us when they did it? Because although it has its origins in Europe, Americans did the coaster thing fucking ballistic, huge style. They were like, we can build a taller thing because that's like all we care about is like, can we make a bigger version of whatever? Yep, exactly right. Exactly right. Apparently, so uh, Catherine the Great really liked these things and had one of these um like snow slide things built at one of her palaces believe it or not i did not think Catherine the great was gonna come up this episode yeah me neither did you know she fucked really yes yes (laughs) on the coaster well i don't know about that maybe snow slide maybe maybe (laughs) i I wouldn't put it past her but yeah uh, she's like well known for just like banging her way across Europe and um wow feminism yeah yeah it's it's actually it's really intense to me her <laughs> sex life is like pretty great oh. and may or may not have been bisexual that's oh that's, that's disputed um you know but history has this way of filtering out all of the queer shit yeah and uh, so all we remember is like the list of dudes that she fucked and then gave positions to in the government but also <laughs> that also may have included not just dudes. Um, huh. Well, more on that mystery later, I think. I don't know. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's also a uh, influence from roller co- for roller coasters of there was this mining company called the Mach Chunk Railroad. Uh, and they built a railway just to get um, coal out of a mine. So oh. that, you know, like they... Put the coal in the cart and send it send it on its way. They ran out of coal, so they're like, what the fuck do we do now? We've got this like massive ass railroad that we built. So about a year after the coal mine closed, they started just like charging people money to ride the coal miner carts around. And makes sense. turned out that people fucking loved it. Yeah. Um uh that it was they were individually like driven by a, a brakeman um who would like safely 
you know, so people couldn't just like, go as fast as they wanted to or whatever. And, but yeah, so it, it was very, very popular. And that popularity then led to like, let's invest money and make these things ridiculous. And that's when you start seeing like loop-de-loops and, and, um, a whole bunch of stuff. Coney Island uh, had a, a bunch of, of attractions and, you know, pushed the idea of rides and roller coasters into the American consciousness. About the same time over in Europe, though, and, and this is where I, I told you, I told you when we were planning for the episode that I was going to wildly speculate about the sexuality of some people. So first, Catherine the Great, but second, this guy named uh, Joseph Aller, and uh, he built Les Montagnes Russes et Belle Vie. Uh, that's my best French attempt, everyone. But it, it was a permanent roller coaster that was 200 meters long, and it was in the form of a double eight. And later, it, they uh, they built onto 16. it more and made four figure eight shaped loops. But anyway, this dude, uh, Joseph Aller, and I think I'm saying that right because he was actually Spanish, or uh, he was, he was uh, 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 he's from Catalonia. But uh, you see, he was super into roller coasters, built this giant ass cool roller coaster in in Paris but also he as far as i can tell never married mm. died alone and he and this dude Charles Zidler also never married died alone are the ones that opened the famous cabaret Moulin Rouge oh Moulin so, Rouge had to be started by a gay dude. That's that's the, this is my wild speculation. Yeah, Kyle. I, that's not so wild. That, that's I think that's just regular <laughs> speculation and, at that point. And our our uh, our intense fascination with theater, especially if it's kind of naked, was born. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- this uh, the, the dude that the dude that started Moulin Rouge also was super into roller coasters and built a, a really big famous one uh, mm-hmm. in, in 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 Paris and I'm I'm just I'm calling it now he's he's super gay. Yeah. Um let's see. But yeah, like I said Americans were the ones that really took it to the next level. But uh the the great depression sort of um stopped that. Like a lot of things, you know, the great depression killed the momentum. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, people didn't have the money to spend on amusement park rides, and, yeah. and uh, uh, there was just less less disposable income. Um, and and then it, it sort of it sort of came back. the The Wikipedia article, anyway, says 1972 is when it, like the modern era uh, started, when the Racer opened. That's the name of a of a roller coaster open at Kings Island Amusement Amusement Park um, in uh, Ohio. So. All of those roller coasters were built out of wood, wood roller coasters with like some support from other materials. But but the the whole history of, of roller coasters is primarily wooden freestanding uh, roller coasters. And uh, but Disneyland gets the credit for using steel. Hmm. So in, in 1959, they uh, they started. That's when the Matterhorn uh, started the Matterhorn bobsleds. And that was the first roller coaster that used a tubular steel track, which that let you do things like corkscrews and go in wacky weird directions because wood can only bend so much and maintain its strength. But Disneyland is like that's like pioneer in making steel tracks that could do the more like crazy movements and at, at higher velocity. And so I don't know. I don't think of when I think about roller coasters, I think of like, Six Flags or whatever. I don't yeah. really think of Disneyland because of all of like the 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 shit that's on it. Like technically, Pirates of the Caribbean, it, Caribbean, Caribbean. That ride uh, is is a, is a roller coaster, hmm. sort of right. Like there's a couple of drops to it, 
anyway, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck like how do you make the what's the difference between a ride and a roller coaster? Oh, and um, uh, but Disneyland definitely has both. Like Space Mountain is a roller coaster. Yeah. in the in the dark. Yeah, um, but you're right. I think I think of Disney as like bigger. Like roller coasters are a thing that is available there, and there's a bunch of other shit that they do uh, yeah you're right i think of six flags i think of that kind of amusement park yep yep well Dis- disney gets a lot of credit i guess for the technology behind the modern roller coaster era that makes sense and and, and utilizing steel that's that's mostly all i had i just wanted to say that that moulin rouge dude is definitely a gay yeah <laughs> him and his roommate or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you got kyle you have any gata on, on roller coasters is it a gay no. thing no okay great <laughs> your turn <laughs> great segment uh <laughs> no I, so what i did is i um as i was like looking up stuff there's not a lot that i found that it was like here is this explicitly gay thing about it but it mm. but gay stuff kept showing up so as i was looking stuff up i basically just wrote down things about it that people said of why it's kind of gay or or quotes that that people said in articles uh, like gay people writing about it or whatever. So I'm just going to tr- go through some of the reasons this is kind of gay. Okay. Um, one thing that uh, some people have said is that roller coasters are gay because of the double income, no kids thing that gays yeah. might have. Then again, someone on Reddit said it's a good theory but most enthusiasts start when they are young before they have disposable income that people without kids don't have so it does uh, this does seem like from what i've seen i watched a 30 minute documentary on roller coasters yeah uh, but it does seem like it's a thing that starts when you're a kid that that you know we taught we i mean we talked about it too like memories of going to like enjoying roller coasters and as a kid doing this and then i think some people hold on to that and continue that. Yeah, so sure. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I, te- I agree with whoever this rando Reddit person is that it, there's more to it than just, you know, and, and having disposal in- income is, is helpful. Okay. I, 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 I agree. Although like Disney has gotten so expensive. Mm. I, I think that there, there's certain socioeconomic factors at play, right? Like absolutely. And I, I don't think there's any escaping that, but yeah. yeah. Um, I also may, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. I think it's because uh, being a queer person is just so fucking difficult <laughs> that at least for the ninety seconds that you're on a roller coaster, you like it's it's hard to it's hard to have existential dread when you're screaming. Yes, <laughs> and so yes. like it just gets you out of your head for a little bit, and like you get to just just be a adrenaline juiced up mammal for a while and not have to carry the weight that society puts on us for being queer people i i think there's absolutely something to that i think it's it's almost like i'm working on mindfulness and therapy like i'm working on like being in moments reducing anxiety not like focusing on here and now and that that's a that's a way to like you gotta be you're like as soon as that thing drops like you're not thinking about what's for dinner tonight or you know you know whatever legislation is happening or what weird thing i'm gonna post on instagram that's not gonna get enough likes like you know it's just like yeah I, i think there's absolutely something to that um which we would then see i think gays being attracted to other thrill seeking type drugs activities and drugs yeah yeah that's a thrill seeking i don't know why i want to talk about horror film gays but like oh. like fucking dan is not the only person who's gay that is like all about the horror movies and i wonder if there's something about being scared or jump scares that's also in this like weird soothing 
space. Interesting. Of, yeah. When I didn't think about it until you mentioned like horror films, like horror films make sense to me of like we're we're more used to the horrors of life. <laughs> so like I want I wonder if this is I wonder if roller coasters have any kind of similarity <laughs> in watching the um <laughs> the the documentary. The documentary was made by I fucking wrote this down, but I started going out of order. Oh, by Australian daddy bear Malcolm Burtz. There's a documentary called Signature Attraction that he made. And there are a lot of people that are, it's not a gay specific, like he doesn't mention, he, he does in it talk about like, I didn't fit in or I was like a fat kid and I was <laughs> like, you know, so he talked about things that are indirectly related to being gay. Mm -hmm. um, can, can, we, can, we, can we talk about? the phrase Australian daddy bear. Sure. Like I'm super into it. You're into Australian daddy bear. And, and I wouldn't think that that would be my thing, but now I want one. I, I <laughs> <laughs> We're coming for you, Australia. <laughs> I mean, they have, they have some, they have wildlife that'll kill you. Mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. almost get murdered by an Australian daddy bear. Mm -hmm. That sounds fun. Um, why are we, what are we talking about? Okay. Um, the documentary, the documentary. Sure. I, Oh, they, <laughs> there were, there were a lot of, it was it was interesting to to watch and just like you know I would have never except for this episode watched anything about roller coasters and so and but there were also some people that were like take it I it was just like it parallels our lives because what what is life but a roller coaster or I, they didn't say that but there was there were just a bunch of people making metaphors out of roller coasters and I was like okay we're stretching a little yeah, yeah. bit maybe okay <laughs> but maybe it's true for them. Someone also mentioned uh, on an article on them.us by Stephen Bloom uh, that there's an overlap with the BDSM scene what? by saying, quote, there's an obvious parallel between strapping yourself into a coaster seat and strapping yourself into something else. What? Obvious parallel. I didn't. I would. I don't think that's true. Stephen Bloom. I didn't. I wouldn't have made that parallel myself. Sometimes a cigar is just a dick. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't. I don't know if I am. Uh, also, uh, someone on Reddit again, like none of this is like directly gay. Uh, someone on Reddit said um, I went on a TPR, which is a theme park review. Cool. trip in 2011 they have like their own like lingo oh and apparently coaster i uh, was talking to my cousin who apparently went on a date with a coaster gay and they use coaster as a verb yeah um they, they had like their own their own lingo they have a coaster count but like it's like your body count for coasters sure yeah I, I wonder if there's like is there another a sub count of that of like your your body count on a coaster like how many people have you <laughs> fucked on a roller coaster? <laughs> Man, it's so sad that mine is zero. Yeah, let's fix that. So far, we're, we're gonna get go to Australia. We're gonna pick up an Australian daddy bear. We're gonna bring him to the U.S. We're gonna fuck on a roller coaster. Yeah, oh dreams. Yeah, okay. I am. <laughs> and you said you had no plans for twenty twenty three. I know. <laughs> I know. New life goals. I went on a theme park review trip in 2011, and I'd say about 40% of the guys were gay. So mm. that's just one person posting that. Like, but again, that that idea keeps coming up of like disproportionately people keep noticing disproportionately high number of gays uh, being at these theme parks. Uh, what else? On ParkJourney.com, RD wrote an article and said it's the gayest hobby around. This is actually kind of what you were saying. There is an American coaster enthusiast. That's an organization. So ACE, not asexual, but Tim Baldwin, the communications lead for ACE said, 
One great thing about being on a roller coaster is there is no appropriate behavior. How many hobbies are there in which screaming is an appropriate response? So yeah, um, that that's you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Back to Stephen Bloom on the them.us article, I wrote down, quote, you see some folks on Grinder when you're first entering the park, but eventually people put their phones away and just focus on having fun together. Oh. I could see their... Huh. What? It's just like the idea of cruising at a theme park is just really interesting now. <laughs> Inter- Mike, you would do, you show up in like a Denny's and you're on Grindr seeing who's around. Like you're like I would think that would be the first thing you would do when you walk into a theme park is get on the apps. Well, Obvi. Uh, yeah, so don't <laughs> act so surprised. <laughs> I just it, like it never ceases to amaze me the places that gay dudes are having sex and like I'm just mm-hmm. totally oblivious to it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't yeah. I like having sex in my bed Mm. or on the floor. Um, This is not what we're talking about. Um, On Reddit, uh, someone talked about uh, a straight user posted that, quote, I used to be made fun of for being gay for (laughs) roller coasters. Gay for roller coasters? (laughs) I just think that's so funny. I used to be made... (laughs) Check out the ass on that coaster. (laughs) Damn, Mm. look at those curves. (laughs) Can you... Kids are so dumb. They're so gay for roller coasters, dude. What a dumb... Okay. I don't know why I think that's so funny. I needed more sleep. Okay. I used to be made fun of for being gay for roller coasters or that weird nerd guy or whatever. Meanwhile, gay people are probably used to being made fun of for being gay, so they're more willing to be super obsessive about what they like. Uh, so That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, th- that... That comment speaks to what we've said about a lot of other things. If you are, when you're gay, you already broke a norm. So you're allowed to just be interested in what you're interested in. And I think we've talked about this for like nerdy shit, like D&D. Like I don't have to go through the like, oh, I'm, you know, weird and I have to decide how much to pursue this. Or like you can just kind of be a nerd because you're already, you're already going to be made fun of and not fit in. And so I wouldn't have connected this to that same kind of theme or topic of like you can just be obsessed with this even though people make fun of you because you're already you're already gay. Is that why Comic Con is so gay? There are a lot of gays at Comic Con and 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 events like it. Yeah. I wonder if it's a similar like like uh, I'm already dealing with the gay thing. Like I can do what I want. Here I go. I mean, <laughs> I I think the same thing for the furry community. Like again, furries not specifically gay, but you know we know that they are. That with data, we know that they are overrepresented there. So, like, uh, that it's a cool thing about being gay, like being able to be into what you're into, yeah, and kind of go with it. So, yep, uh, maybe that Australian daddy bear can be in a furry suit. Oh, and we can, after we're done with the roller coaster, and we can go to Comic Con. You're gonna get into furry. <laughs> wow, you're just we'll do every single <laughs> thing all at once in Australian daddy bears documentary. I wrote down this quote because I really liked it. Professor Dana Anderson said, I know it's not normal and I know it's not typical or common. And I think to an extent, I'm probably still that smallest child who feels he needs to be doing more what is common or expected and not feeling things as acutely. And that is part of my adulthood. But I am so enthralled by things like amusement parks. It's hard to hide. Hmm. Uh, And the last thing I will say is back to Reddit, which I just thought this was kind of beautiful, is uh, someone said that roller coasters are theatrically inclined sort of escapism. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. Which it is like I didn't I again like a lot of things I didn't think about until I read, like it is like a little bit theatrical like a little bit like campy a little bit like yeah. you know when you go to theme parks it's uh, like yeah although like yeah like circus motifs and yep. like you know bright lights and flashy colors and yep. and people and in screaming. costumes and screaming <laughs> yeah so I don't know that again, like uh, this is, this is why this was such a weird topic. None of that is explicitly gay, but it has gay overtones and lots of gays involved in it. And then gays that like it, I, I really think like uh, people listening, like ask, ask five of your gay friends. And I bet you one of them will know a roller coaster gay. Yeah. A coaster gay, a coaster gay. Using it as an intransitive verb. I'm just not down with that. Like do shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You want to get together next weekend and coaster? Let's like, let's coaster, dude. Barf. <laughs> Don't do that. Coaster. I barely know her. Oh, I forgot to mention that I I think if, if people want uh, one of the cool websites that I, I came across that had an excellent big history of of roller coasters is ultimaterollercoaster.com. <laughs> they have a whole you section. Want to read more on the history <clears throat> of coasters. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they have any of this this stuff that you're talking about. I, oh. Anyway, um, uh, it's my turn, right? Yeah. I want to talk to you about. I don't know how to say his name. Oh, it's my turn to not know how to say something. <gasps> Yay! Do it. Uh, I'm going to say Julionas Urbonus, um, That's who's not a name. Who's Lithuanian? Uh, he is or was a PhD candidate at the Royal College of Art in London in, uh, in 2010 when he designed the Euthanasia Coaster. Uh, are you familiar with this? Have you heard of I've, this? I've heard it, but, but I know. N- I know, oh, I think I've seen it like a design for something, but yeah. Yeah, it has one ridiculous peak at the beginning, <laughs> and then uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven loops hmm. right after it. And so it's a, it's a steep, steep angled lift that t- takes you 1,600 feet to the top, so that's like, what, a quarter mile? <laughs> Damn. And then uh, it takes a few minutes to get up there, uh, and then and then a 1600 foot drop that would take you up to 220 miles per hour. Oh, it's never been built by the way. It's not oh, like okay. this, this thing is theoretical. This thing, yeah. This doesn't actually exist. And then it goes into seven inversions with a smaller Luke diameter Luke's. than the is one before. And that's how it gets up to the 10 G, uh, centri- centrifugal force that, uh, would kill you. So, hmm. uh, there's a reason like when, when test pilots get into that machine and they spin them around and then they pass out, mm-hmm. like your, 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 your brain, your brain blood pressure can only like stand so much before it, like it's not, it's not great. And 10 G's will kill you. Wow. So <laughs> the design is hilarious. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> sure. Let's bring some joy to the euthanasia coaster. After a sharp right hand turn, the train enters a straight where unloading of corpses could begin. <gasps> <laughs> I didn't think about the part after. Yeah. Poor yeah. operators, like, welp. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I wonder if your face, like, f- is, like, going to be stuck in a screaming, like. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think rigor mortis would have set in in just, like, 60 seconds or whatever. But Mike. Let me have this. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If I take comfort in the idea of all the corpses have like yelling faces. Oh my God. Uh, so uh, John Allen, who was the president of the Philadelphia Toboggan Company, said that 
he thought that the ultimate roller coaster was one that quote sends out 24 people and they all come back dead and that's what he decided to do this design but this <laughs> dude um uh julionis i think it's julionis julionis uh, that's not the only <laughs> ridiculous thing that he's designed. Also, when I've seen, I, I've watched videos of this dude. He doesn't seem not gay. Okay, so more wild speculation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is just going to be like vaguely gay, but we can't put our finger on it or in it. Uh, he he did uh, some some work with or for uh, the the CCCB, which is the Center of Contemporary Culture in Barcelona, but in, it's um, in Spanish anyway. Uh, he also invented a thing called the cum spin. What? No, I invented that first. I need to sue him. What, what is the cum spin for you, Kyle? <laughs> oh, no. I didn't want gurgle, so- but I didn't want sound effects. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it spins around in my mouth. It's like tasting a fine whiskey. You know, you want to like really savor it. <laughs> God. Oh, my dad isn't listening to this. Episode. Oh God! Okay, so I'll, I, here's the, here's the description. Uh, it, December eleventh of twenty fifteen. This posted. Come spin. Spell come spin. C U M. No. Oh. S P I. Oh really? Yes. Oh shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. I was joking. Interesting. Come spin. Uh-huh. Is a proposal for an orgasm enhancing <gasps> fun fair machine. Fun fair machine. It's a. Uh, it, based on the principle of a centrifuge, it exposes the love writers to variable gravitational forces. There are eight spherical capsules, and the lovers control the centripetal force by changing the distance between the axis and the capsule. The farther from the axis, the greater the force pushes them against the wall. Coordinating movements with those forces could enable controlled blood flow, which could heighten sensations. Directing the blood to the lower extremities would cause the sudden loss of oxygen to the brain accompanied by euphoria. The latter in tandem with orgasm creates a sensation beyond any definition of pleasure. You a, just described my king. A hypergravitational orgasm. This whole thing is a choke me daddy machine <laughs> without the choking by using like the oh my god. Ten G's in my dick. Yeah, the Australian bear daddy. You're oh, gonna have to take is- him on the cum spin. <laughs> <laughs> he probably knows about it. He's he's more in it than I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, cum spin spelled the correct way. Wow. C U M. I I thought this was like going to like that's a funny name, but no, it really is about it. That's a, it is specifically a sexual, a sexual <laughs> this is the uh, weirdest a, thing that I, has ever come up on this show. I love this guy. <laughs> I I just I just think that he is sick and twisted and amazing, and um. Yeah, that's that's it. This whole segment was just so that I could talk I, about the cum spin. Which man, I, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> how could I follow that, Mike? I, Why did you do this to me? What what more am I going to talk about than the cum spin for for the rest of my life? This is all I want to talk about is the cum spin. I guess I'll. What? It's problematic as a ride because like it's invented to make orgasms happen and be better. Like. Can you imagine operating that right? You got to wash it out when they're done. Like after you after you've spun the cum out of some people. I mean, what's better, a dead body or cum stains? You know, I'd I'd pick the cum any day. The weirdest amusement park ever, designed by this dude. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm gonna keep talking. 
boy, but I won't. But my, you know, my mind will be still on cum spins. Yep. Um, the roller coaster continues. We we corpses. That's you know, down, yeah. down, and now here we go. And and then you gave right me cum. The cum spin. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of the events associated with roller coasters. Okay, great. Apparently, back to the Them.us article by Stephen Bloom. Um, uh, they started the article by describing that Alaska, Alaska Thunderfuck hmm. performed the song Your Makeup is Terrible. Mm-hmm. Your at, Makeup is Terrible. You know this song? Absolutely. Wow, I didn't get this to the week. I know, I knew a drag queen thing. Wow, I didn't know this song. Huh. Your Makeup is Terrible. Your makeup is terrible. Your makeup is terrible. Your makeup is terrible. But I love you anyway. We did in in preparation for this episode listen to the Erica Jane song Roller Coaster, mm-hmm. which is not bad enough to be so bad it's good. Mm. It is not good enough to be so bad it's good. It's bad. Is what I'm <laughs> saying. It's so bad. <laughs> Anyway, Alaska Thunderfug. I like shitty music, and this didn't do it for me. Um, uh, okay, Alaska Thunderfuck, uh performed at Out at the Mountain at Six Flags Magic Mountain. That is a apparently an event that Stephen described it as rowdier than the Disney. Like gay it events, is. there's they have drag queens, they have alcohol, it goes into the night. Um, and a big thing is it is an official event for Out at the Mountain. Oh, okay. Un- unlike like Disney, the gay days is just kind of like under the radar, not yep. really a thing. Yep. But we make it a thing. Yep. Any bar's a gay bar if you bring enough friends, Kyle. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly what we do, which is, I, you know, it's weird that gay days is not an official thing. I, I don't, I can't tell if it's homophobic or not <laughs> because um, it seems like. <laughs> Eh, that's that's a sentence you usually know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess when you're asking, well, I don't know, I might be charged $35,000 for accusing Disney of being homophobic these days. Yeah. Um, this podcast not available in Tennessee or wherever. Um, well, oh, that law? That yeah. law? They're actually trying to make it so that it does cross state lines. Oh. That, that, like you could get sued in Florida court for, yeah, what, like what you're saying is... Wow. Part of the proposal. Go ahead, please. Man, I would. This lo- is no longer the news. This is no longer the news. <laughs> <laughs> then why is the th- news theme song playing? Shut your mouth hole. Um, <laughs> Michael. Best episode Focus. ever. <laughs> Michael Johnson, we're focusing. Um, yeah, so uh, Gay Days is not uh, for Disney. That's that's you know where all the gays show up at the the park but i i don't know if they do any kind of like event or or like this kind of thing for any group oh, yeah. during regular park hours uh-huh. so uh, mm-hmm. it, it might actually be a blanket like thing across the board not specific to like gay days okay um disney however does sell rainbow pride merchandise they have special food on the menu like they they will they absolutely make their money off of it that's part of the annoying thing is like it's both not official and they're gonna fucking sell rainbow shit to us homosexuals yeah sure great there are a bunch of current and former Disney employees in the WoW Guild. I'm oh. definitely going to talk to them about this oh. tomorrow. Oh, I didn't mention. Uh, so the next Out at the Mountain at Six Flags Magic Mountain is this year at um, August 18th. <laughs> um, the next Gay Days for Disney is September 22nd to 24th. Hmm? 
and the last event is Ace, the American coaster enthusiast, um, have CoasterCon. CoasterCon. <laughs> what are you laughing? I just—I don't know. I—I <laughs> I am hungover, and just everything is funny. And this is like, CoasterCon. Of course, there's a CoasterCon. Like, oh, yeah. uh, sure. Um, but um, it's usually the third or fourth week in June. Oh. That's when Pride is. That's Pride. This is again, like it, I keep saying it, like it's it's in the ballpark of gayness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, it <laughs> putting the anus in gayness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, come spin. Okay, um, five to uh, it's a five to seven day event of ex. They have exclusive coaster times. They um do what. <laughs> I caught your weird sense of humor now. Yeah, it's just, all of this is so weird. It's this is I support it. Support you coaster gays. I support coaster coaster files like coaster lives matter. You, you like all of it is great. And it's just weird to me. Um, uh, and I support everyone doing it. They have a, I, I wrote five five to seven days of. Exclusive coaster times, comma, and then wrote nothing else. Oh. I I didn't you did answer that. No, they, but no, there's more. They have like meetings and events, and like they talk about it, and they like get together. They have like it's like an entire like they have far more stuff outside of even just riding roller coasters. Um, so the next one uh, will be there. Are, there are two different locations. It's June 18th to 23rd. One at. Um, uh, Carowinds um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and another one at Dollywood in yeah. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. God, I want to go to Dollywood so bad. You know, all the gays are going to the Tennessee one in Dollywood. Absolutely. Yeah. She's amazing. Also, kind of gay and very gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might, th- okay. That's the gayest thing. I know we just talked about come for like 30 minutes, but this <laughs> event at Dollywood is the gayest thing that we've said so far. Yep. Yep. That's where we should set up the cum spin. Is oh, we'll, we'll take the Australian daddy bear to Dollywood. To Dollywood, <laughs> yes. This is all coming together. Oh, goodness, Kyle. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Do we have Patreon content? Um, I have something, yes. Yeah? Okay. I, um, Do you want to tease it now? Or yes. Tease me. Dee-dee-dee-dee. That's me playing with its nipples. <laughs> um, I'm teasing it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to talk about... Uh, masculine stereotypes of roller coasters by way of Polly Pocket. I, I don't know what that is. So you'll uh, have to listen to the Patreon episode, Mike. I, I mean, I'm, segment. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. I'll. I, I. I. This was an article on the Ace website that that I that I read. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna charge myself money to mm-hmm. listen to it. Listen to it. It's gonna be real good. Great. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. I have a game for you. Okay. The title of it is Roller Coaster or Happy Hole Toy. <laughs> so our friends over at Happy Hole Toys, uh, I I looked at their website okay. and um, wrote down the names of some of the models of their dildos. Boy, they owe us money. Yep. I, that's what Derek was saying too when I was pitching the idea for this. He's like, we talk about them a lot for free. <laughs> they, like, yeah, they got their money's worth, which was zero dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna name some things, and you're gonna tell me if you think that this is a roller coaster or a dildo okay. from Happy Old Toys. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Goliath. 
wow, I, I'm going to go Happy Hole Toy. They got some big things there. Uh, that is at Six Flags Great oh. America in Gurney, Illinois. Uh, number two, The Magister. Okay, since the first one was a roller coaster, I'm going to just guess this one is a Happy Hole Toy. That is a Happy Hole Toy. Yeah, it comes in many sizes and it comes in different um, uh, hardnesses. Oh, different levels of firmness like a mattress? Yeah, all of them do actually. <laughs> What's your sleep number for your dildo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eight or nine, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. I, uh, that's a that's a Happy Hole Toy. They talked about it. Correct. It is a happy hole toy. It is also at Six Flags Great Escape in Queensbury, New York. It's that one's both. both. <laughs> so. right. I'm, instead of saying that I got it wrong because I didn't guess that, I'm going to say I would have got I got it right and would have no matter what. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Unless I guessed a weird third option. Uh, the Axle A X O L. That's got to be a roller coaster. That is a happy hole toy. Wow. The, the line of dildo is called the Axle. Okay. Uh, King Daka. A uh, uh, roller coaster that is at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, the Steel Dragon Two Thousand. I mean, with the number <laughs> at the end of it, I think that's a happy whole toy. Uh, that is at Nagashima Spa Land in Japan. Wow. Yep. Yep. That one is a uh, is a is a roller coaster. I mean, happy whole toys. Love your names. Also, maybe like go ahead and just look at roller coaster names and grab some of these. These are some <laughs> great dildo names that. You... <laughs> The uh, Magnum XL 200. If this is not a dildo, I will sit on uh, the Magnum XL or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a very large roller coaster what? in Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. Okay, um, no, this is the gayest part about roller coasters is these names. That's not a sex toy? Wow. Uh, the Geo? Okay, because I have been i'm gonna stick with that's a that's a happy whole toy that is indeed a happy whole toy these are like they're all the opposite <laughs> of what you would expect like the magnum is a roller coaster the goliath is a roller coaster and the like fuck me tron 2000 is like a roller coaster i don't <laughs> uh the last one the leviathan I want my instinct is that's a happy old toy, so I'm going to say it's a roller coaster. Correct, it's a roller coaster <laughs> okay. at Canada's Wonderland. I'm glad that by the end of this game, I caught on to how it works. Uh, I did not keep score. You won in my heart. Yay! <laughs> uh, I like those games. That that was that was weird. <laughs> I agree with you. The, like the fact that Magnum XL 200 is a, yeah. is a coaster. Yeah. Did you just lie this entire time? No, 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 no. Uh, s- <laughs> Happy whole toys, everybody. Happy whole toys. They're local. And, um, and, and very pretty. And very pretty. Yeah. If that matters to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just random things that I came across or, or, talk to people about like there is a subreddit called coaster bros coaster bros yeah which mm-hmm. is gay um there's both I wonder it, what they think about the cum spin <laughs> <laughs> um they like on the description it's like it's you know gay and roller coasters and then they also have a little bear so like there's something to bears and coasters too maybe that's interesting i yeah um uh, there is there we like you said we found a few Instagram accounts of of gay coaster gays but there's one at theme park dot gay 
<laughs> and <laughs> I love it when shit is just on the nose. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like and, Happy Hole Toys, right? Yeah, like yeah. tells you what you need yes. to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, the Park Talk Gay is uh, a guy named Devin. Oh, Devin's account. Hey, Devin. <laughs> Hi, Devin. <laughs> This episode is not only for John Crowley, it's for Devin, yeah. I think, I decided. Sure. Um Okay, what what's the um I I even after l- looking this up and uh, and and talking about it, I still don't I uh, do not know why this is gay and it is. Yeah. What do you, what do you have like a <clears throat> do you have a final final roller coaster thoughts? I th- I think it's interesting because it's like exciting and lazy at the same time, right? Like all you got to do is just sit there yes. and, and have fun. <laughs> this was actually in the documentary. They were like, not everyone can be a marathon runner. Not everyone can climb a mountain. Not everyone can do this. Or jump out of an airplane. Or jump. They mm-hmm. actually mentioned that Bungie, like they mentioned all of those things. Not everyone can do that stuff. So this is a thrill that that anyone can sit down mm-hmm. And do this and you get this kind of thrill. Yeah. And there is, we didn't mention like, oh, I did mention like there, there is like a, the account, like, you know, all the, all the coaster folk have their like count of roller coasters they've ridden. And that's like a kind of claim to fame. And, and so it's, you know, effort and stuff to, to go do that. But yes, and you're sitting down and everyone can, it's, it's very inclusive in that way. Everyone can sit down and ride a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe we just decided. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of things in different kinds of culture, but gay culture as well. Yeah. Of who fucking knows why? It's just arbitrary, and it happened. Like, why? Yeah. Are, why are fucking hankies tell you what what kind of piss you're into? Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, it's. But like, we just decided that that's the way that we were doing it, and so yeah. it, it happened. Yeah. So maybe just we just a critical mass of gays got excited about roller coasters and it turned into a thing and snowballed. That's, that's true. Mm. <laughs> the cum spin. I just <laughs> thought about the cum spin again. That's what it shouldn't be called snowballing. It should be called cum, cum spinning. spinning. <laughs> oh God. Um, uh, in spite of joking about it, I, I think it's, it's, I do imagine like someone mentioned like being made fun of for this. I do imagine um, that people might get made fun of and uh, or like you're why aren't you growing up? This is a thing for kids. And I think especially what the last few years have taught me is just don't just let people have fun and be yeah. happy. Like if this is if this is what they want to do and spend their time on and and it is a, a lot of fun. And like, I like roller coasters. I'm going to a roller coaster now. I want come. It, I, so, <laughs> In that order. <laughs> so, something that you just said I'm super down with, which is the idea that, uh, like, um, gay people do tend to suffer from arrested development. Like, our childhood, in a lot of ways, was taken away from us mm. by l- trying to navigate the issues of just being a queer kid and, mm. and, and all of society's pressures and, and uh, messages about your value and your worth. I think that there are a lot of, like, quote-unquote childish things that are attractive to gay people because of that arrested development hmm. and um uh, which was a good show but not what i'm talking about <laughs> um and I, I i could see the like roller coasters theme parks being oriented to kids as a form of entertainment appealing to that part of 
like the broken inner child of a gay person. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we kind of didn't get a childhood because we got we had to spend it with the added weight yeah. and anxiety and pressure and bullying and all of this added shit that made our childhoods not what we should have that what what a child deserves yep. like during that time which is carefree lighthearted fun and so to as an adult be able to revisit some of that now hopefully accepting yourself in a better place to be and just kind of embrace both who you are and the things you like there's something kind of beautiful about revisiting some of those memories as an adult and be like i missed this as a child i missed a lot of fun enjoyable things and i get to have fun i get to i get to embrace that inner child that didn't didn't get those things yeah i get to coaster if i want to i coaster if you want to <laughs> coaster <laughs> yeah. i barely know her yeah oh god <laughs> that's 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 sound means it's the end of the episode yeah. did we do it uh, yeah this this is it, our, our time has ended or no uh, oh <laughs> we have i don't know uh it, it's it's time for us to part ways <laughs> that's <laughs> the you said we have reached the conclusion of this being interesting yeah, or yeah, something yeah. whatever you said at that uh did we do it uh i think we did as much as we could have yeah, for the time Topic. I like uh, again, like I yeah, because I I don't think there's more out there that we just may I don't know maybe there's a research study that I didn't find or something, but like yes, I think we did it. Great, John, you paid John, for this. This is <laughs> this is what you came for. <laughs> I hope you like it. Oh god, do you want to do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We come spin. <laughs> if the come spin doesn't have merch, we're making come spin merch. <laughs> This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, so are we back? Come, Smith. I back. mean, we're back. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do, Kyle? Oh, fuck. Sorry, my line. I'm... Okay, I'm, you know where my brain's at. I'm gonna work. Uh, we all of us are gonna do our gayest and straightest. We're gonna do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. I am half here. Um, we're uh, on social media, um, and you should uh, follow us. Go to at gayishpodcast wherever. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Um, Gayish and straight? No, local Ooh. gay bar review Ooh. real fast. Yep, this time I'm going to talk to you about The Lookout, which is in the Castro in San Francisco. There's a place called The Lookout here. In Seattle. It's not a gay bar. Well, it should be. Yeah. Any bar's a gay bar if you bring enough friends, Kyle. Um, uh, the, the Lookout is, uh, it, it's been there for a really long time. I've actually gone several times in, in the course of my 15-year gay history, 14-year gay history. And, um, uh, but it, it's unique in that it is, and I think that's why they named it The Lookout, it is all upstairs and has like these big glass walls that make it like a monster view of the Castro and the city below and, and oh, cool. what's going on. And uh, yeah, the last time that I was there, uh, it was, it was fun because I got to meet with the, uh, the leadership of Outforce, which is um, Salesforce's uh, LGBT um, employee, resource, employee group. resource group. Thank you. ERG. And uh, uh, it, it was just, it was really, it was really nice. Um, it's, it's fun. Mixed crowd. Um, uh, a, a little 
little dark and and kind of cold when people forget to close the goddamn door, um, which it says close the goddamn door because it also cuts down the noise and it pisses off the neighbors. Anyway, I like it there. It's fun. Uh, Three and a half dildos. Wow. Why does that feel mean to me? That rating seems low for a place you like. I don't know. Close the door, people. Let's get another half dildo in there if you close the fucking door. Some of it, too, I think might be the fact that, like, San Francisco is so goddamn expensive. Mm. Um, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The lookout here in Seattle is way cheaper. Yeah. And it has a nice view. Gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. I'll go. Um, my gayest is... Um, I kind of have... I, like, flopped them a, l- a little bit. My gayest is... Hot. I. Right. <laughs> I played darts, but I th- this was one I often, as I mentioned, like I, I joke about sports, but I know the rules to yeah. football. I know how to play football. I know the rules. To all these things. I played darts, did not know the rules. So it felt, you know, like anytime you're like, what are we doing? I don't know. What are the rules? How do we do this? Yeah. Um, did not know the rules at all. Yeah. Well, and darts is one of those things that there's like so many different variations of it. Like yeah. It's it's not just what are the rules of darts? Yeah. All I know is I got zero points. Oh, that seems bad. That was bad. I, <laughs> I, I don't know the rules, but I think that was bad. <laughs> this is not golf. Um, my straightest is I went to Into the Woods, the mm-hmm. musical. I had never seen it. Oh, so this was my very first. I had never seen a production, the the movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen Anna Kendrick doing interviews about it. Yeah. That's pretty gay. Um, but but my, my straightest is I just is my very first time seeing it. What did you think? It was fine. Yeah, <laughs> I just it's like Act One is a, laying a lot of groundwork. It's mm-hmm. like after Act One, I was like, I don't think I like this. It was like all a setup for Act Two. So like, um. And yeah, I don't know. It kind of like almost gets there, but not really for me. Mm, mm, like mm. the Erica Jane song, Roller Coaster. <laughs> I'm just going to compare everything and say if I like it better or worse than the Erica Jane song, Roller Coaster. Great. Excellent. <laughs> How was your day, Kyle? A little bit better than the Erica Jane song, Roller Coaster. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, well, the straightest thing about me this week was going home to Eastern Washington and playing piano in a country western band for Ooh, the night. Ooh, yep. Um, it was, yeah, I also realized that, like, I, there's a lot of songs that I just do not know, mm. but it's okay because all country music is the same. So <laughs> I, I, just, I just play a different song and it all works out. <laughs> People don't know you're playing a different song yeah. in the background. Yeah, because <laughs> they're all three chords and easy. Anyway, whatever. Um, and then uh, the, the gayest thing about me this week at that gig, um, my brother Murph showed up and uh, I... He said, quote, Michael, you're looking particularly gay tonight. (laughs) (laughs) To which I curtsied. (laughs) Were you? What were you you wearing? Um, Basically, my frat outfit from from that episode uh, the week before. I had mentioned it was kind of gay. Yeah. Jeans and a button up and a jacket over. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I thought I thought it was, you know, it was like gay cowboy vibes or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A listener's gayest and straightest. This Ooh. one comes to us from Discord and uh, Aigida, who is um, in our WoW guild as well. Hey, girl, hey. Hi. He just went to Florida Ooh. and, uh, well, for Disney World stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's on, on theme. Did you do it in preparation for this episode? Yep. 
Uh, the straightest thing about him, uh, straightest, seeing so many children at Disney World and thinking I'd like to be a dad with my future partner or husband. Aww. Gayest, breeding a married man wearing a Disney daddy <laughs> shirt in the bathroom after riding in front of him at the safari ride, pointing out all the animals for his kids and wife <laughs> taking pictures. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you took him on a, for a cum spin. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Good for you. Um, thank you to John Carley for uh, suggesting this episode. I absolutely never would have thought about or picked this topic and I'm really glad I I just feel like now I I know something that I didn't I'm in on it a little yeah. bit I know something I didn't know before yeah when we had the meeting with him we were like should we just have the should the episode be about theme parks mm-hmm. and do a roller coaster section and then we took a chance that like no we'll just do we'll roller coasters we'll just lean in yeah and it, yeah it was pretty pretty interesting and yeah great, so. yeah thanks John uh, also thank you to the following super gap bridgers Andrew Bugby, Christopher M., John Crowley, Stephen Porchio, Stilsel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanius, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Covington, Just Jamie, Kevin, Henderson, Thomas B., Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Cacciatorians, and Jerome York. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for your support. That is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatorians Come Spin. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> Come Spin, McGee. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Bye. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting my okay. You you may have just sustained the first podcasting injury of (laughs) the year. I I light okay. We have accidentally lightly touched my coffee mug into my mic, and I thought we have L and I insurance, but it only covers Derek. Oh no! (laughs) I shouldn't L or I. Okay.